0: Is just talk with Sam Podcast, y'all. Just talk with Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. Subscribe right for review on iTunes y'all. But it's obvious If y'all listen we, we never write this out Hey what's up What's up It's your man Sam Host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast Just Talk With Sam Podcast Yes we are back We got a special guest In this podcast The homie from Canada Miss Kim McVicker Who's coming in To talk about her comedy special Please notice me It's out right now It's free if you got Amazon Prime But it can also be found on Comcast, Spectrum, Apple TV, Google Play, DirecTV, Vimeo, YouTube, and many, many more. Please check it out. We're going to talk about that in this podcast. Um, It's it's good to be back, and it's good to have a great guest. And yeah, we're going to chop it up the special because in my time off, I got a chance to watch it, and it was awesome. But those who don't know we were out, I want, you know, we got to get around here talk about the podcast itself and everything related to the podcast can be found at our homepage at samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com, your home for everything revolving around the Just Talk With Sam podcast. It's all right there. It's all live. It's all fun. And right there on the homepage and current promotions space, there is a donate button. Please click the donate button and give... Whatever makes you feel like a good person, mainly because I you don't know if y'all was paying attention or But either way, it takes some time to have a podcast, and sometimes when it takes some time, takes some money. There's always been a crosswords podcast, and it's always been the good folks and the generosity of you guys. So please click the donate button, give whatever makes you feel like a good person. If you want. To be one of those people who want a little bang for your buck, who you want a little receipt for your things, you can always go to samshonation.com, hit the store link, and by hitting that store link, you get all your just talking with Sam swag right there. Whether that be t shirts, whether that be hats, more items coming in, in the future, I'm just saying. It's all right there. So please go ahead, rock what you got rock, and show the world that you love this podcast and you want to be a part of it. Speaking of the podcast itself, always go to samshownation.com, hit that podcast link. And by hitting the podcast link, you, yes, you can catch up on all of your podcasts. Some you may have missed. Some you may want to catch up again. Some you may want to fact check. It's all right there. It's all at samshownation.com. Hit that podcast link or wherever you hear podcasts. We're currently on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the Big Dog Apple Podcast. And my Apple people, please... Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast Actually, whatever format we own Subscribe, rate, and review But when you subscribe, rate, and review You can say, hey, we really like this podcast Give it 5 stars Hey, we don't like this podcast uh, But we like the guests Give them 5 stars You can do it that way And it's all good We got a few sponsors this week Then we don't jump into this podcast The first sponsor is from the good folks At Omaha Steaks yes During this time of COVID, during this time of uncertainty, in these uncertain times, one thing you can count on is the good folks at Omaha Steaks to deliver you some of the best meats, whether that be steaks, beef, chicken, pork, seafood, some desserts. They even deliver wine. Like, my wife got the Tour de France set, and I haven't seen her since. No, I'm kidding. Jeez. somewhere else. But either way, it's all right there. Omaha Steaks know, look, in these uncertain times, it's still summertime, you're still going to grill. may not be grilling for the neighborhood you may be grilling for some close family and friends while you social distance but you're grilling nonetheless so be the grill master whether that be social distancing or whether that be just the grill master you don't risk it all with good folks at omaha steaks omaha steaks got exclusive packages with special pricing and free shipping but one thing that i would like to talk about personally because i personally use this this is the deluxe grill out Collection. This is something I got, and I was the toast of the town. We'll talk about that in the uh, later time, but that came with four five outs butcher cut filet mignons, two packages of ground beef for them good burgers, some thick burgers if you, if you cook it right. Uh, four boneless skin uh, chicken breasts, boneless skinless chicken breasts. You got the boneless pork chops. The gourmet jumbo frakes. The potatoes all grinding. And on the dessert tip, those caramel apple tartlets for the very, very, very low price of $159 and free shipping. You can't beat that. The best way you can get that deal is go to nation.com. You click that Omaha Steaks link and be the toast of the town while it's still summer. It's still summer. Be the grill master of your house. So please, go to SamTronNation.com. Click that Omaha Steaks link. Go ahead, shop, and be that grill master. It's all right there. Go to OmahaSteaksBeatSamshowNation.com The next sponsor is the good folks at Reeboks. Hey, if you out there grilling, you probably want to look good doing it too. Reebok got you covered. Whether you are the most active person on your block, or maybe you just a casual person, just want to show off some new stuff, hey, Reebok got you covered. And if you go to samshownation.com, you click that Reebok link in the current promotions page. You, yes, you can get the Sam Show Nation special. Hurry up, limited time offer. You can get fifty percent off their site inventory their at Reebok. Click the Reebok link, shop as you normally would. Fifty percent site wide, whatever you want, fifty percent off with the promo code Go Bigger. Now we spell that Go Bigger G-O-B-I-G-G-E-R All one word Go Bigger this summer And you can get that <laughs> You can get uh, 50% off site wide There every box. So please go Bigger All one word Let them know you're still out here It may be COVID season But you can rock some fine gear So please go to SamShowNation.com And get 50% off their site-wide sale. Hurry up, limited in time only. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, the granddaddy of them all, Amazon.com. Yes, Amazon.com. Got everything you need. And I just mentioned this a minute ago, but I think my guests would greatly appreciate it if you put in the search bar, Kim McBecker, and you can get her special. Please notice me. And on top of that, if you are a Prime subscriber, you get the special for free. You can just watch it. Other people may have to give a couple bucks. But if you got that Prime, you can watch Please notice me. And since I, yes, me, I am a Prime member, I hope she don't mind. You play a couple cuts from that. We'll going to jump right into this podcast. I'll see you right after this. My 37-year-old husband just
1: joined a band. Woo! <laughs> don't woo that! He joined a band! And he was excited. And I'm aware that we just came from me dancing to a song that I wrote. He was so excited. He came home, he was so excited. He was like, I in a band! And I wanted to be a good wife. I did but what came out of my face (laughs) was why. And he was like, I thought you'd be excited about this. Like he thought I'd be some groupie of some middle-aged band with mediocre talent. One time she FaceTimed me from her iPad in a mall. Yeah. She was like, did you hear the news? And I was like, no, mom, what? She's like, they've legalized prostitution in Canada today. She was in a mall. There were children walking behind her. She's FaceTiming. She's loud. It's where I get this from. She was like, oh, it's so great for them. They have their little brothel. It's so safe. How's L.A. going for you? I was like, L.A. is going good, Mom. What? Well, I just thought you should know if you ever want to move back to Canada, they legalize prostitution.
0: All right. That was comedy from my guest Kim McVicker. The special is called "Please Notice Me." Man, she's gonna be in, she's gonna be calling in in just a second. But some of the things that I just kind of want to address before she calls in, um, she's awesome. But this is just show notes, man. Um, we took a little bit of a break. This is our first podcast back after our summer hiatus, if you will. Um, we took a week off for the holiday, and then um we got a chance to recharge, refresh our batteries uh deal with it, and just kind of hang and be around our families and that that's just that's just all the charging I want I'm a little happy because it looks like m l b is starting back up i'm i I love my sports, and it was very touch and go for a long time if that will come up, Matt I was watching. Korean baseball in this boy. I was watching uh, the little Marble Madness Trials. It's it's marble racing. And it's slightly addictive. Especially when you live in a world with no sports. And I've been watching a lot of championship cornhole and like ESPN2. And that brings us to our buddies at the Act of Courtland Podcast. Our boys... As of right now, our frenemies, are whatever you call it, you know, the Act Accordingly podcast with Bash and Z. You know we love those guys, but right now we're in the midst of competition. We we are almost back to total lockdown. We're restricted lockdown here in Michigan, but I want I want to chop it up with those guys soon, if only to get our competition stuff out of the way. I want to chop it up with them, and quite honestly, you know, I miss seeing them. It's just what it is. Zoom is whatever it is, but it ain't like hanging with your folk. So, anyone under the sound of my voice, please check my friends out at the Act Accordingly podcast. Wherever podcasts can be heard, heard. Yeah, that's that's their thing. I, I I'm not good at it, but. Give it up to them man Those some good good dudes Bash and Z they anchor the show They are just My friends since day one AJ he chimes in I gotta be honest man I got my opinions on AJ But all of a sudden solid dude But speaking of solid dudes Solid dudes of all solid dudes The great You have to say it The great DJ M80 That is his name It's like a tribe called Quest You have to say the whole thing the great DJM 80 they holding it down over there so please give them a listen act accordingly with Bash Z Um, I invited them to a cookout Uh, we had the very socially dis I was proud myself of how socially distanced we were in our hiatus where I purposely put out three tables one of those tables had food on it and just chairs just, just a yard full of chairs. You, if you're sitting next to somebody, you're wrong. It was very socially distanced. I didn't get a chance to get the thermometer gun like I wanted to. But anybody who looked like they were sweaty walking my yard, nah, you couldn't, you couldn't even come in, man. Just, I, it's like I didn't want anybody to catch anything. I don't want to be one of them Corona parties. They're like, well, I caught it at said no, you didn't. No the fuck you didn't No we all had a good time We ate Actually I'm saving this Uh, I want to save this whole story For my man BK He should be here later Um, And we're just like, I guess we'll double down on podcasts this week or something Because I would like to have His side of the story Because we looked out for legitimately everyone While being socially distant And while moving into the guidelines I was never more proud of myself I was never more proud of my family Even the children We all have kids The kids were placed in a very Like strategic Way weird Just like They could play Amongst ourselves Cause they're like Low risk or something And then All the adults We all could yell We can all if, if push come to shove We just text each other was like Hey look If y'all gotta say this And then we all Sat down And I went Through the good folks At Amazon Guys Um I went through Amazon You know Proud sponsor of the podcast And got a projector And I ordered UFC 251 and played it on the projector outside on my garage door. And I got to tell you, I am hooked. I am a junkie. And AJ, if you're wondering, I also bought an extra mic because I needed to because our mic died in the podcast. And we'll jump into that in a future podcast. But if you're a wonder, yes, sir. But man, we watched that. I, I I'm a projector junkie now. I get it. I understand why they have them at beat ups. I understand why I don't think I think now with the projector and the fight network um I'm good. I'm good for a while too. Um I wonder if I could do this being Super Bowl. I know we stay in Michigan, but it is gonna be some cold nights, but I, I will I'm willing to try it out. At least one Super Bowl. You get out there, you get a good fire going, you get that grill going, eh, maybe you get some some dogs, it'd be alright. But I want to save all these stories for this. But when I got back in the house that next day, that recuperation, that recovery, I really got a chance to sit down and watch uh, Kim McBicker's special. Now, I've been rocking with Kim McBicker for a while. And I'll be honest, for good chunk of it, I didn't know her name, I, I was like, oh, that's the lady, and she was um as, um, as they would call it, Snap Famous, I want to give them a, Finesse Mitchell, Finesse Mitchell gave him Snap Famous, where you just sit now, Snap, uh, I know you, but I don't know you, I, but yeah, I used to watch a ton, a shit ton of Funny or Die, and every now and then, Kimmy okay, Bicker show up, and then when... Um, I got this opportunity to interview her I jumped at the chance because I love her work I think she's awesome I I didn't know her backstory as much as I did before watching a special but when I watched a special I was like oh, okay that is the formula to make comedians and she's awesome at it and I'm looking at my phone it's ringing right now this is Kim let's jump on this phone right here let's talk to Kim hello
2: Hello, is it Sam? Hey, Kim. Hey, how
0: are you? I'm doing great. Hey, um, wait a call right on time. Let's just jump right into the podcast. Cool? Uh, Great,
3: yeah.
0: Hey, Kim, I want to thank you for calling into the podcast. I know that this is a little different doing media in the middle of a pandemic and you're calling everyone. So I just want to say thanks for giving me just a little bit of your time.
2: Oh, of course. Anytime. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, what
0: else is there to do right now? Well, hey, before we get started, please, all your socials, all your plugs, all where people can get contact with you, please go ahead. Kim, go ahead. Uh,
2: I'm so sorry. You cut out. Let me see if I can change the uh, audio on it. Okay. Uh, Can you repeat what you just said? It kind of cut
0: out. Okay what I was saying is if you don't mind before we get started with the interview, please plug all your socials so people can look you up in the middle of this podcast they can hear they can all things Kim.
2: Oh perfect yeah uh, most of my social media is Kim. mcVicker uh, I think my Twitter is actually the other way around McVicker Kim um, and that's basically how all of my socials are Instagram, Twitter, you know Facebook all of the above.
0: And uh, well, let's just jump right into it. How you been holding up (laughs) during COVID? Pretty
2: good. Los Angeles locks back down again. That's where I'm living currently, and uh, you know, just learning how to cook is really what's been going down for me.
0: Hey, I'm not good at it. I've been doing the same thing. I'm trying to walk out of this. Locked down with a new, like we're in Michigan and we're doing slightly better, but we may be locking down again. So I'm trying to learn another skill. I've been doing um, some cooking myself, doing a little cleaning, uh, you know, all stuff I need to do. But one thing I've been jumping into is like COVID guilty pleasures. You ever have one of those? And, and I'll describe. I'm a bit of a sports fan, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no sports because COVID. So now I'm watching, like, hardcore cornhole on, like, ESPN2. They have this thing called Marble Races, and I am now addicted to that. You like those?
2: Have you seen MMA? I mean, I've been watching MMA, basically. Oh, I've been watching MMA,
0: too, but it's not enough. Like, I just watched um, last week's, what was it, Saturday? I just watched that one, and it just is like, all right, great, great, great. When's the next one?
2: Right. How, when you think of Fight Island, I think Fight Island's pretty cool that that's how they're getting
0: around everything. Oh, well, yeah, because it's not here. Fight Island, and they have, like, another facility, like, in Las Vegas that they will not give the address to. Yeah, I think
2: that's pretty
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's yeah, comedy. Oh, um, man, I just watched um, my girl, Dan, Dan, man, her, like, Paige Van Zandt. I'm a Paige Van Zandt fan, and as of last week, I still am, but man, it was hard to watch that one. Yeah. But let's talk about why you're actually calling the podcast. Your special's <laughs> out. I know, we, before we jump into a rabbit hole, your special's out. Please notice me is out right now, and I want to make sure I get this right. It's on Amazon Prime. It can be found on Comcast, Spectrum, Apple TV, Dish, Google Play, Direct TV, Vimeo, YouTube, and more.
2: Yeah, you name it, it's there. And
0: then the album version. (laughs) Okay, SiriusXM, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Pandora, Tidal, and more. All right, you're pretty much out there. How was it, man? This is your debut special. It's very autobiographical stuff, and how do you feel?
2: Uh, it's been really exciting. It's been really interesting. It was shot in January, you know, so uh, a lot has happened since <laughs> it was shot. Uh, so it's very, like, uh, it's, it's still relevant, but it is, because 90% of it is just my my life, you know what I mean? And that didn't change. Uh, it's still what it was. Uh, so, and it's been, the, re- the reception from people has been so wonderful. It's been very, very kind people have been so sweet about comments, which I much appreciate.
0: I loved it. I mean, like, since I I talk about COVID in the middle of a content-starved whatever this is, I got a chance to, like, really watch it, and and I enjoyed it. I'm very curious. You do a lot of stuff about your life. Does your family care when you talk about them?
2: Oh, very fair. Um, So, they... I I spoke to everyone that I talk about in that before it was shot. Um, Letting them know, because I... respect their thoughts you know what i mean so all of them were totally okay with me mocking them in the ways in which i did also a lot of the things i talk about are googleable so it's like like i talk about my brother being in prison you can google that it's it's not something i said uh it's just what happened and uh but the interesting part was I have other family members, extended family members, that I haven't spoken to in a long time, and not for bad reasons, just, you know, we just don't live near each other kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and they were very supportive in watching it, and then I got a lot of messages that were like, I didn't know this about your family. (laughs) Well, it's your history now, too. Have fun. Enjoy.
0: (laughs) One thing I did get a chance to Google since you brought it up, is like you're looking at my questions. You toured as a dancer throughout Mm -hmm. um, North America, because you're originally from Canada, right?
2: Yeah, I am Canadian. I
0: still have a green card, um, but I'm allowed to be in America. <laughs> All right. Um, and you toured throughout uh, North America since 10. Now, the only thing that comes up is, like, dance moms. And I'm like, have you ever been in one of those situations like that? Or do you just watch dance moms like, yep, been there?
2: Um, I My mother wasn't a oh, super um aggressive dance law um i've seen other parents be that way obviously as a child growing up but i was just more like i never i never thought i would be a dancer if that makes sense like i would go to the auditions but i was just a kid and i would just go for fun and i would mess up and they still book me and i would be like what uh, and i think a large part of it had to do with how i handled when i failed um because i would laugh at it and it's kind of like well if you have to have person on a team with you, you want them to, like, travel well, and I think that that's kind of where I shined, you know, which is such a weird, specific, um but yeah, I didn't have any, too many crazy parents, it was definitely interesting traveling as a child, you know, like, now looking back, I can't imagine, like, sending a 10-year-old out into the world like that, yeah. but it also was a different time, you know, like, I mean, all of the things that were bad were happening, thankfully, none of it happened to me, but I just can't I mean
0: get, get. But I mean Something else I, I was able to google Based on your dance careers Like you were A, ba- a backup dancer uh, For the National World Dance choreography awards, you did the MTV Video Music Awards, you were with P. Diddy, you were with MC Hammer and Kid Sister, and then you went on the more Tony Award size with like Tommy Walsh and uh, Dan Nash and Savion Glover, amongst many other people. I'm curious, when you had this pedigree, what made you want to get into the world of, of comedy? You get bit by the comedy, but how did that happen?
2: I always wanted to do comedy. Dance was a a, a backup plan, which is a ridiculous backup plan. Uh, I think when I was little in in Canada in school, you have to do like this project that's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I handed in like comedy. And then they were like, you can't, the, 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 homework was to pick a job and then you had to say how much you made and then how you would you know do your housing and your children and all of like it was like a full life projection and it was like third grade it was so much information for a young child and i put in comedian and my school teacher said you can't do that they don't make enough money and then i back up and i went okay dancer And she was like, you can't do that either. And I was like, but I already am getting paid to do this. You know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. she had to let me do this. So I just had a very different thought process on what you could achieve. And for me, dancing is is very fun, and it always has been. But it's never been, like, what I wanted as a career. It's just always been something that I would do, like, a show or two a year, and that was it. Like, it wasn't something that I would do. I would always train. I train seven days a week because I enjoy it. But it was more of a hobby that I lucked into at a young age, getting jobs. And then once you start getting jobs in something, you know, it gets more jobs because you have a resume now. Well, one
0: thing about comedy, um, obviously I've watched the stuff on Funny or Die. And that's kind of where my um, antennas first came to you. You did the uh, Kim Kardashian show. And you had...
3: Good researcher, man. You're
0: coming back. Like, I try to go back. I mean, I don't want to just be like regular radio. Well, and you ask all the hacky questions. No, but I deal with your stuff on Funny or Die. And quite honestly, before that, you come from a very strong improv background, um, especially your UCB class in particular. Um, I'm very curious what made you want to go on the stand up side? because the way I look at it and school me if I'm wrong if I'm wrong just please tell me when you're in an improv troupe it's more team and it's more more relatable to dance because you are a part of a team but when you're stand up you're out there by yourself and that's what was so
2: appealing to me so uh, I was on an improv team um, and I won't even say the name because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. It had a lot of turmoil where somebody was sleeping with somebody's girlfriend and things like that happened. And that's kind of when I left improv. And I was always doing stand-up during improv. I actually did stand-up before I started improv. Um, And that was me being like, wait, I don't, enjoy all of the turmoil that is happening within the team aspect and i also want to put in more or less work than other people and for a stand-up it's all on you like you can choose to get up seven days a week or you cannot get up seven days a week like it's really on you and i think that that's similar to dancing more it's what you put into it you know versus improv, it's like you have to deal with what the other people are saying and things like that. In stand-up, you just have to say whatever you're saying and then if the audience doesn't like it, well, that's your fault. You know what I mean? Like, it's on you to fix that next time.
0: That's interesting because um, you would think... Well I, I I understand it don't get me wrong but I got to know outside of was that the first time you like wanted to just get on stage cuz usually every stand up I talk to has like some origin story where they were at a bar and someone oh I bet you 20 bucks you won't get on stage or it seemed like what was yours outside of just uh, I don't want to dance anymore I just what what was your thing that like was the driving I guess the turning point was like, okay, I want to get on stage and do comedy now.
2: I, when the first stand-up show I ever did, I think I said to somebody, like, I was watching some stand-up, and I was very, I've always been into, like, Bill Burr, watching a lot of comedians do stand-up comedy, and then one day, I just turned to somebody, and I was like, I'm going to do that. And then that same week, I got up and did it. Uh, I was terrible. Uh, my best friend, she brought the head of a network to it, which was not cool. Uh, this was an open mic at iOS before, I mean, it's closed now in Los Angeles. And I did three minutes in the back of, like, their little tiny room to, like, a handful of people, but one of them was the head of a network. And I basically just read a story. I didn't have, like, a setup or punchlines. Like, it was just me talking about stuff. And, uh... That person who works for the network told me, like, you have something, uh, you totally need to learn structure, um, but keep going, and that was enough for me to be like, okay, this is it, you know, there are people who believe in me on day one, so why not, even though I still, I'm so mad at her for doing that. <laughs>
0: Well, when you get pushed in the deep end, you either sink or swim, and I think you did alright, and quite honestly, um, I went back and I watched, um, in preparation for this interview, watch some of your stuff from uh, Bass Girls Club, mm-hmm. and I can kind of see where it was like, that improv background worked out because you got a chance to do different styles. Even though this special, Please Notice Me, is a little bit more based on your life. And bad Girls Club, yeah, you had some life stuff in there, but it was more about um, like how you say you're looking for structure. I'm not saying it's bad, it was just like, Oh, I see. No, I agree.
2: I'm I'm getting better. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I would watch Please Notice Me, for sure. Over the other one. I'm, yeah. I'm
0: curious can you go back and watch your old stuff without what i mean can you watch it objectively that's what i'm getting at uh
2: yes and no it's very hard uh to watch things because you know again things are shot and then they come out so much later so you're already hopefully better by the time it comes out and then it's like just constantly growth um i am learning a lot from this one you know i'm like being more specific with wording and things like that like I have watched it very objectively uh, I think the other one was just more of like just talking in front of a camera and that's a whole different world you know but this one I got to have a lot of say in too the other one I didn't get a lot of say in uh, and which is one of the best things like that they let me dance in this one was crazy you know like I was like I want dancing in my special because it's so much of who I am the other reason that I put dance in there too was because I find when I watch comedy uh, I always get bored 20 to 25 minutes in. doesn't matter how amazing the comedian is, my mind wanders at 20 to 25 minutes in, or I get up and get a snack. It has nothing to do with the comedian. It's just my attention span. So I was like, oh, let's throw in a dance right there. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I kind of looked at that too. I mean, while I was watching the special, I was like, yeah, you're clearly the only person with dance breaks in the middle of your special where it was new, I don't know, I, I mean, I liked it, but I've never seen it before, but I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, um, there's a piece of me that was like, hey, she still got it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, the, hello?
2: Hello?
0: Yeah, okay, I thought I lost you. I was just saying, the choreography with that, did, was that just something you had laying around, or did, was that all new choreography?
2: Um, So I had a choreographer come in and do it because I didn't want to have to think about Creating the dances um, I also had ankle surgery three weeks before we shot so I only learned the dance the day before I had the ankle surgery and then the day before the shoot was our rehearsal and that's all the dancers had as well so it was uh, kind of like a crazy fast put it together uh, dance situation uh, and my foot is like super wrapped up in the shoot and things like that because I had a nerve taken out of the, my right ankle oh. um, So it's like a crazy
0: timing situation. But I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, one thing I I love, you know, asking anyone who calls into the podcast, um, especially based on your experiences in both dance and comedy worlds. What advice would you give someone, some new artists coming through that just, you know, based on your experiences, like, hey, you may want to do this instead of this. What advice would you want to give some of the new artists coming up?
2: I mean, I would say be truthful to you. Like you said, no one has done dance, and that's okay. And it's not going to be for everybody, and that's also okay. But I'm staying true to who I am. And I think that that's the hardest thing in comedy. Like you were saying, comparing earlier stand-up towards now, it's about finding your authenticity and find it yourself. And even or within dance, you know what I mean? Like, if you like to dance a specific way and it's not the way that's trending right now or it's an older style of dance but that's where your passion is, go for it. It's actually better to be niche than it is to be like everybody else you know from a business perspective i always think that like it's all it's so much better just to play yourself because then you know at the end of the day you had a good time regardless of if anybody watches it you know you won't just be paying attention to numbers
0: okay and it doesn't hurt those numbers were pretty good because they were because i know i watched it i uh,
2: think <laughs> Thank you so
0: much for watching it. Oh, of course. Um, well, I want to uh, leave one more time, but before you get out of here, is it cool if we play a few clips from the special? I don't. I feel weird about doing it, but I don't want to ruin it. But I want people to see it. So, because there's a there's a few people. Um, I kind of subscribe to the old uh, Stan Lee comic book um, version of things, where this is everyone's first time seeing you. In some format, so some some um, somebody out there is going to learn about Kim Vicker from listening to my podcast, or somebody who may be going on. You know, you get a chance for a first impression. But I do want to ask, to so be polite, can I play a couple of clips of the special on the podcast to get people interested to go to Amazon and legitimately everywhere else to um, see the whole thing? Of course, of course, of course. Alright, one more time, please give out your socials and thank you for so much for calling the show. Just having, um, I know you're a busy lady, especially with this um, uh, special out and you want to get the word out. So please, one more time, I want everyone under the sound of our voices to go, like your socials, pay attention, find out the next thing and just have a new captive audience. So please, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, It's
2: Kim Victor, I C A That is my Instagram and everything else pretty much attached to that. And thank you so much for letting me be on your, I mean, your podcast has been out for over 10 years, which is amazing. So I really do appreciate you talking to me today. It means the world to me.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And, um, man, now you're making me feel pretty good about myself. Uh, Oh, man, thank you. I don't, oh, here's one last question, one last question.
3: Go ahead, go
0: ahead. I am horrible with this and I I don't know if you are I don't know how to take compliment I've been doing this for 10 years I still don't are you in that way to where you just kind of like all right thank you thank you, and you st- then you start having like a little flush moment
2: um, when people so for an example one of the the, the comedy dynamics is the people who are um, producing this special, and they wrote me an email, like, one of the people in there was like, this is the funniest album I've seen, and I love it, you know, this year. And I was like, mm, I think you say that to everybody, instead of, like, just taking it for what it really was. You know what I mean? And it turned out that it was this guy's favorite special this year. You know, like, it's just about... Uh, it's it's hard to accept people. It really people is. You because you're like, wait, what? Are you sure?
0: Like, <laughs> uh, it really is. Okay, I, I'm not alone in that. All right. No, no,
3: no. <laughs> it's
2: something I think. It's easier. It, you remember negative things over positive things ninety percent of the time, but it's something that you know, we need to work on because you
0: should, I mean, 10 years is great. Like, you should be so proud of what you've been doing. That's amazing. I, I, I'm i like, yeah, thanks, guys. All right, next week. All right, next week. And you got to shut it off. You got to shut <laughs> because my biggest fear is if I get too many compliments, I'm just going to go fool Kanye. I'm just, I'm going to fool- <laughs> <laughs> You're going to run? You're going to
2: run
0: for president? And then quit three days later, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but thank you so much, Kim, for calling the podcast.
2: Thank you. Have a great day.
0: You too. Bye.
1: Bye. I am no Beyonce. I don't have millions of dollars or an entourage or Jay-Z. The only thing Beyonce and I have in common is that at some point in time in our life, we both dance for a rapper. I used to be a professional dancer. Wow. Emphasis on the used to be, whoever said wow, yeah. I agree. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man, people always ask me, like, oh, so you were a stripper? I was a backup dancer for rappers, which is different than stripping. No, it is! strippers crawl around naked for money. Backup dancers, we don't do that. We just crawl around half naked for half the money. Yeah, It's different. Strippers lie to their loved ones about what they do for a job. Backup dancers, we don't do that. We just lie about our age, weight, and sexual orientation to get the job. <laughs> I should have been a stripper. I should have been a stripper. Man, plus they have longer careers. My knees are shot. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? I crawled so much. Whew. Way more than those boys. Way more. I used to feel like it was demeaning. And now that I've had a taste of the other side... (laughs) I get why rappers have girls groping them. I get it now. We were in rehearsal. I was like, I feel like a god. I was like, closer, slower, longer. (laughs) Now I have it on video. (laughs) Thank you, Me Too Movement. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) I actually went on my first dance tour when I was 10 years old. Yeah! Like, left the country, took planes, got in cabs by myself. Yeah, as a kid, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought I was super cool. (laughs) Still do. Check out this jacket. What? (laughs) 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 It wasn't until I got older and that movie Taken came out. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Immediately, I called my mom and I was like, Mom, how could you let me travel so young? And my mom's response was, It was the 90s. (laughs) Plus, you weren't exactly a quiet child. You had a lot of energy. Very loud. My mom was begging on ADHD to save me. (laughs) I could have been taken. I didn't have a dad like Liam Neeson. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and that was a good interview And some great comedy With the new homie of the podcast Kim McVicker Please check out her socials Please seek her out And Kim if you're still listening You are welcome back to this podcast whenever you want That was fun We had a lot of um fun talking with Kim McVicker Please check her out However Please check out her special Um, Please notice me is out now it's free if you are a amazon prime subscriber it can also be found on comcast spectrum apple tv dish google play directv vimeo youtube oh and the album version drops on sirius xm spotify amazon music apple music pandora title honestly just google Kim McBicker, please notice me. It's out now, please check it out. I mean, it's a good special obviously i'm I'm being very sparse with the clips because, like I said to her, I don't want to ruin it. I want people to see it in its entirety, and it's awesome. It's an awesome show it's an awesome um thing I, I like it, and quite honestly, it's her debut, which is interesting because normally when people have stuff. They have things very, very... I'm not saying she, it wasn't planned out. What I'm saying is... When it's someone's debut, there's a vibe of like, Oh, we'll give them a forever... No, she came out of the door swinging. And it was awesome. And for a debut, you get a chance to see the work. You get a chance to see the effort, the hard work she put into it. So please, check her out. Friend of the show. Um... I can't, I can't give her more compliments mainly because we just talked about I don't want her to feel uncomfortable because we feel uncomfortable with that's one thing we do have a common. She's getting better at it. I'm not there yet. Um, better with compliments, Where it's sort of like all right, yeah, yeah. I I I don't know how to take compliment. And the fact that she been rocking with us and she know the lineage. We've been doing this for ten years. That's awesome. So I wanna thank Kim for that. Um just even knowing who the hell we are. Um as far as this podcast go, I just I just want to say thank Kim for showing up. We're getting around the tail end, we're about to close it up. This is a very Z friendly from my guys at Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z. Very Z friendly podcast. And um everything related to the podcast can be found at our home site at samshownation.com yes, samshownation.com everything needed there, all of our socials, if you want to talk to us I am samshow11 on twitter uh, just talk with sam, no g and talking, just talk with sam at gmail.com just talk with sam, no g and talking at facebook and instagram and um Anything else go to samshownation.com. I want to thanks Kim McVicker again for stopping by the podcast. And we will have another podcast this week. My man BK should be off assignment at that point. And that will be a very I think you know what? Never mind. We're long winded. It's gonna we're gonna make up for the time that we lost. So everything else, please check us out at our homepage, samshownation.com. We will see you guys very soon, actually. Normally, i say next week, but no, we'll see you guys very soon. Peace out, y'all. SamShowNation.com.
1: The closest thing. The closest thing that ever happened to me. And I'll change his name in case he's in here. (laughs) I call my mom, payphone 90s. And I'm like, Mom, Christophe is having all these slumber parties, and I'm not invited. I was so jealous. (laughs) And my mom was like, don't ever go. And I was like, why? But now as an adult looking back, I can't imagine being a parent getting that kind of phone call from your kid. Bless you. But my mom handled it like the boss that she is. My mom was like, they're probably not sleeping. I was tinned. And I had had sex education because we learned it way too early in Canada. But all I knew was what Miss McHugh taught me. This is a penis, and this is a vagina. And it fits like a puzzle. That's how I learned about sex. They also taught us that there are different kinds of puzzles and that all puzzles are equal. Canada sex ed. Hey, hey. Man, their sex ed is whack. <laughs> In seventh grade, they taught me how to put a condom on a cucumber. Yeah, that one set me up for disappointment. <laughs> very mean, Canada. Very mean. I've never seen a green penis. <laughs> My mom knew that all I knew about sex was that it fit like a puzzle. She also knew I hated
3: puzzles.
1: (laughs) Too much work still are. As soon as I found out they were making puzzles, I didn't care anymore. I do still think of sex like puzzles, though. At first, puzzles are exciting. After a while, all puzzles seem the same. If it takes too long, it's boring.
2: <laughs>
1: and if you can't finish it, everybody's frustrated.
2: <laughs> that last piece matters. Make it fit. Fight
1: it and jam it in there. Don't, don't, guys, don't jam it in there. <laughs> Ooh, do not. Some girl's gonna go home tonight and he's gonna, I'm gonna jam it in there. She'll be like, ah, oh, my ear. <laughs> <laughs> If it doesn't fit, it's the wrong box. Just move on. Yeah. I was a backup dancer for a long time, and typically people ask me, like, what's the best part about dancing for famous people? In my 20s, easily it was all the dicks that I had to suck. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I didn't suck any dicks. I would never. I won't even make a puzzle gross. (laughs) Too much work. Are you kidding me? No, thank you. (laughs)